Hey friends, welcome back to the Pulpit Pew Podcast, day 117, and yes, I got it right this week, day 117 in our journey through the Bible, let's get started. Once again, welcome back friends, it is day 117, I think, I even double checked this time because last week I was reminded that I got that wrong. But I believe it's right this time. Day 117. You notice that we've we've we're we were in 2 Samuel, but we've kind of bounced to 1 Chronicles, a lot of Psalms. Why are we doing that? Well, because though this is chronologically, we're we're going in order of events, and 1 Chronicles talks about some of the reign of David. Now, overall, that book talks about the reign, the lineage of David and those kings, many of the good kings that came through southern kingdom of Judah. We'll get there. We haven't got there yet. But uh, but because early on we're, we're getting the kind of the genealogy, we're getting some of the, the timeline of David's life. So we've been bouncing into First Chronicles. Then we've also been reading a lot of Psalms. Why? Because Psalms were written many of them by David, but they were written during a time period, during this time period, and uh, they were to encourage the people. They would sing these songs, they would read these songs as prayers, and it would be a time to encourage the people. So I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're sticking with it as we read through the Bible. I mean, if you've made it to day 100 and whatever I said it was, 117, I mean, you're doing amazing. And I hope and I pray that the Bible is being an encouragement in your life. I want to zero in on one psalm that we read this week today, just a few verses in it, thinking about the next generation. I was reading Psalm 78. I first remember teaching on this psalm back in the days of Awana, if you've ever heard of Awana. I remember being asked to speak to the Awana leaders when I was just young in my 20s and Awana leaders and encouraging them about, hey, show up every Wednesday to these kids that are out of control, that are screaming their head off, that are going to be disobedient, and let's just encourage them. Uh, uh, let's, Let's come every Wednesday and let's teach these kids. And sometimes I had to run the bus back then. It felt like that. It felt like, man, I'm going to pull my hair out. And that's why I'm bald now, because of those days of driving the bus. But it came across some verses in Psalm 78 when I was thinking through that lesson. And I've used them many times since. But like Psalm 78, verse 6, he says this. And he's writing, of course, to Israel. And he's talking about their heritage and about their memories and their generations. But the application is still for us today. He said that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they may set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. It might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. Now, some verses I didn't read, if I were to back up to verse 1, he begins this whole 
psalm by saying, Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us of. And don't, he says, we will not hide them from our children, showing to the gener- generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works, which he had done. And so the, he opens up by saying, guys, I want you to listen, incline your ear, bend your ear. I want you to listen to the law, the words of God, the word of God that they had at the time. Today, we have the complete revelation of God given to us in the Bible. Then they had the first five books that we've already read maybe a few others, and they had the, the law. And he's saying, guys, we've got to get back to, to listening to the law. You remember when we went to study Joshua, Joshua was encouraged by God himself to meditate upon the law day and night. And, and that was the instruction that God gave him as he's now taking over from Moses and leading two million people, get in the word of God. Remember in Psalm 1, it says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, nor, nor sitteth, I'm trying to quote it, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Then it says, verse 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And so here the psalmist is writing, and he's saying, to one current generation, he's saying, we have got to get back to the word of God and we've got to teach the stories and the truths of the law to our children so that they will set their hope in God. And I was passionate about this verse years ago when I taught it about this Psalm and maybe even more now is I see even my own children. And I see the world that they're going to live in. And I and I think about the dangers that they may face. And the difficulties they may face. And I realize that I want them to set their hope in God. Because if their hope is in their dad, I'm going to fail them. If their hope is in our society, our society will definitely fail them. If, our, if their, my children's hope is in the future government, the government's going to fail them. But the only one that will not fail them is God. And whose responsibility is it to teach them to set their hope in God? It's ours as parents. And if you have the role of being a Sunday school teacher, you have an important role of teaching those children in your class to set their hope in God. He says, and then not to forget the works of God. We're reminding these ne- this next generation of what God has done. That was a big point of emphasis for the Israelites. God constantly was saying, hey, remind them of their past. Remind them when I brought them out of Egypt. Remind them of the bondage they were in. Remind them of the what took place here. Constantly reminding them. And in our lives as parents, as teachers, as influencers of the next generation, not social media influencers of things that don't matter, of things that are selfish, but of biblical influencers for the next generation to set their hope in God, we've got to remind them of the works of God. We don't want them to forget what God has done when Satan's in the moment of attack. And that's going to happen to them. They're going to face challenges. They're going to face difficulties. They're going to face attacks. But in those moments, 
We want them to remember the works of God and the promises of God and anchor their hope in God, even though it may seem hopeless. He says, but to keep his commandments. We need a generation of young people learning it back to saying, we're just going to obey God. It may not be popular. It may not get me a lot of followers. It may get me some persecution in the future, but we're going to keep God's commands. We're going to obey God. Our hope is in God. We must obey God. But that starts with this generation. That that starts with, with us as parents. I think about, I'm trying, I don't want to use my kids in personal illustrations, but I'm thinking of two scenarios that have happened in our in our lives this week, nothing big, but two scenarios that have happened in our lives this week that I remember in two of my four kids, I've said to him something, just a quick biblical principle. I didn't say, now in Romans chapter number two, it says, that, no, I just said, hey, remember, and then I gave him a little biblical principle, and this is how we need to respond in this situation. Why? I just wanted them to remember and to keep God's commands, set their hope in God. Don't forget about what God said. And so there's a, there's a way to do this. It doesn't have to be a sermon and a lesson and a three points every single time, but there's just biblical principles in our lives because we want them to set their hope in God. We want them to remember what God has done. We want them to keep his commandments. And then he says, verse eight, that they might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation. Well, I don't know if I like this point. Hey, hey guys, we're teaching you this so you don't be like me, a stubborn and rebellious dad. Well, it's more like your grandpa. Actually, you know, that generation, very stubborn, very... No, we've all made stupid mistakes. We've all went down the path of sin, of just, just dumb. Learn from it. Some things we can control and we failed. Other things we could not control, but we can control how we react to that. Teach our children through both of them. Teach them from the mistakes we made and from the things that we went through. Teach them to learn from the mistakes that we made. He says, a generation that set not their heart aright and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. I like that because if you're sitting here saying, well, I've, I, I've messed up. I royally messed up. I'm starting my kids late in this or my grandkids late in this. and Or maybe my kids are already somewhat grown. Hey, it's okay. He's saying, you can teach them from your own failures. It's not a bad thing to teach them from your own failures. You can still teach them to set their hope in God. But everything starts with what we've been focusing on this year, the Word of God. And so that's why I say as you approach day 110, or 117, that was last week that I was supposed to say, day 117, you're spending time in the Bible. You're learning the works of God. You're learning to put your hope in these promises. You're learning these truths so that you can influence the next generation, so that you can grow in your faith, so that those grandkids of yours and those kids of yours may see your growth. And so Psalm 78, it was given by Asaph. It was just given to the people of Israel to encourage them. But every time I read it, Every time I read it, and I actually read it this morning as of this recording, every time I read it, I think about the next generation. I go back to when I was teaching a class full of parents, a class full of teachers. 
I think about sometimes when I taught some kids that when they were five years old and now they're 20 years old. It happens so fast. Kids grow so fast. We want them to set their hope in God. We want them to not forget the works of God. We want them to keep the commandments of God. Let's influence the next generation, not with social media. Although if you're on it, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying a social media influencer does nothing necessarily good for the next generation. What does good is the word of God sealed in their hearts. Hey, thanks for listening to today's podcast. We'll be back on Sunday with our next study in the book of Romans. I hope you're getting into that. Romans is such a good book. And we'll be back next week with that. Have a great week.